Top of the morning to you and yours. Thanks for tuning in to The Dose. Dose. The fur little animals back there. You heard him already. Hi. The magic man. He's here. Looking all funky fresh in his blue suit. Jeremy Clevin, back in the house. Brian Gubernick. What's happening? They still still call you the magic man. Nothing new since. He still has has a magic. hasn't changed, Mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. If you have the magic still, Mm -hmm. there's no reason to be called... Anything, anything, anything but less. The magic well, stick. The, good for the you. fans love it. Good for <laughs> the you. magic stick, he says. That's right. That's gross. It's a song. A oh, song. yes, that's yeah, right. where right. all the kids are gross. singing. Oh, is a little here. too late on that one. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, Jeremy, <laughs> I think we were talking <laughs> iBuyer. <laughs> we, we were talking iBuyer stats today. Numbers, right? numbers, numbers. <laughs> Why do we want to know this? All the, uh, all the uh, high D, high I sales agents that want nothing to do with numbers Power through this one because I yeah. want you to. I want you to have talking points when you go in a room. The numbers you need will help. To be prepared and educated, so yeah. everyone needs to focus, pay attention. So I think the first place to start when we're talking numbers, Phoenix again, as we just talked about yesterday, is kind of the outlier, the anomaly. Do you know what the what percentage of the market is made up by by i buyers right now? Roughly it's less than ten, right? Less than ten. Right? Than 10, like less less than 10. Seven, right? It's about five percent. Yeah, less than seven. Is it still only five? It's still about five. Tiny, I know tiny. the the most recent stats that we have. While I haven't seen anything from June just yet, you know, there's a, a big lag. Right. I know that uh, that uh, Mike Lore, who does the Cromford Report, um, super smart guy, does all the data there. Uh, in May, like so, through May, we're really looking at five percent now. Rest of the country is not anywhere near that 5%. Uh, less than one. Yeah, I mean, less not even one. near. But we're at 5%. Allegedly. So Allegedly, some will yeah. say, gosh, that's not really that much. And I kind of think, man, one out of 20, like if you're a realtor and you've captured 5% market share of anything, right? you've got a lot, right? Like you've got a lot. So what's 5% really mean in Metro Phoenix? In Metro Phoenix, you're really talking around in terms of purchases, in May, right between the big three, the big three being Open Door, OfferPad, and Zillow. They could be called Zoo. They they <laughs> they bought five hundred Z- Zillow, OfferPad. Yeah, I know Zoo. Oh, I like that. Okay. And Open Door. Yeah. They've they bought uh, about five hundred and fifty homes. So combined, they acquired five hundred and fifty homes. They turned around and sold somewhere around that same amount. Right. So we're seeing transactions somewhere around that count. Makes sense. Now. Remember, off Open Door's been here a long time. Offerpad came in second. Zillow just just really arrived. Well, in terms of Phoenix Metro, Which actually has been over a year. Well, they're the newest one in and just started really ramping yeah. it up. They were testing here right. before everywhere else. Now they've really hit it. They're actually move, are moved have moved into like definitively moved into the second position. So it's now Open Door at the top by a, by a lot, followed by Zillow, followed by Offerpad. Ozo. Yeah. So it's Ozo, it's not Zoo. Zoo. So this is kind of interesting to know. Now, what what I find pretty interesting is that when you look at their average transaction prices, uh, OfferPad and Open Door are about in that same sweet spot, mm-hmm. which is nationally puts them somewhere around 230, 240, 250. So Both Phoenix are seeing 240. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's slightly below what your Metro Phoenix median price would be, which side note is kind of the sweet spot for any investor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zillow, ironically, or maybe not so ironically, is considerably higher, right? Like, so when Zillow's in many places across the nation are in excess of Mm $300,000, I think in Phoenix, we're sitting somewhere and I haven't pulled this recently, but it was about 40 or 50 K greater than OfferPad and OpenDoor. So put them around 280, 290. Mm -hmm. So why is that important? Well, you know, they all have these buy boxes. They all have these criteria. And you'll see heavy competition in that 240, 250 price range, obviously, between the three, the big three. 
But in Zillow, in Zillow's case, they, they tend to skew higher. Like when I say the average is 280 or 290, that doesn't mean that they don't go up to 400, right. 450, not, not a ton, right? Just but you them. see them purchasing higher. And so there's different motivation. Not so ironically, the most recent reports I've seen, um, even on a national report, I was just reading an article the other day, Zillow has the smallest margins when it comes to resale. Mm -hmm. So they're purchasing for the highest amount, have the smallest uh, margins resale. So what might that tell you? They're figuring out or their intention is to monetize well beyond just that transaction, which leads us to, and I don't want to go down a bunny trail no. here, but uh, you're talking data, about- They want to get in big time. They want data, data, they want mortgage. They, they are selling their leads. Yep. Like remember, that's Zillow's game, sell oh, yeah. leads. And their, their previous program, the one where they were selling buyer leads, you know that, that flatlined in terms of its growth. Still selling a ton, but it flatlined in terms of its growth. So when you're a public company, what does anybody care about? Revenue and growth, revenue and growth, revenue growth. So they ask, how do I increase our revenue or our growth? How do we Zillow and do that? They have to come up with innovative ways. I buy our strategy being one. So why, how does this, this change the lead pool for them? Well, now they're creating all of these seller leads. If they only buy one or two out of every hundred, where do all those other, those 98 other well, leads yeah, go? Sold. Yep. Sell them where, they sell them. Another revenue source and seller leads are highly valuable. Yep. Pretty interesting stuff just to have a background or understanding around the data points. The key yeah, data it opens point. up a whole new division too with everything like you were saying with the mortgage and the whole ancillary piece, which now they can fully dig in that. And that, uh, that has exponential uh, room for growth for them. Oh, uh, well. Because they're only in what, a couple markets. So it, you think about it once they start opening up the floodgates with that. I mean, that, that can be, that can end up being a huge arm. Huge. Well, it, it's got to be, right? Yeah. Like I think when you look at their models, all three of them, if they don't monetize beyond just the transaction, it's a really tough gig. Oh yeah. Like They're you can't saying, make yeah. money. You can't make money in this game unless you do it at massive scale. Right. So that's why they have to go to so many places and, or, or I should say, and frankly for open door and offer pad, at least open door for certain, they got to start compressing commissions. Mm -hmm. Like you got to drive your costs down, which is why there's conversation around how open door wants to control its listings. Mm -hmm. Like that's why they want to have their own, sort of, I don't want to say MLS, but, 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 uh, pre-listing and, and things right. of that nature, they have to like, that's the, that's their margins are thin. You create more margin by what? Eliminating agent commissions. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just part of the game yep. and creating ancillaries like, you know, like you'll see Zillow do. Mm -hmm. The last point I would make before we wrap up for the day, uh, open door really does have about three times the, the transaction volume of, of offer pad and of Zillow. So of that 5%, you're really looking 3% to open door, 1% to offer pad, 1% to Zillow. Zillow's obviously going to drive hard. They're driving harder. Right. Now, yeah. according to the numbers They're we've seen, offer pad has the greatest margins. Like they seem to be doing the best in terms of monetizing the actual acquisition and flip, but I can't speak to the way they're monetizing it in other ways. A year from now, right. I would expect Zillow to be number one. Uh, I mean, it's a, a multi-billion dollar yeah. company. With a lot, I mean, you see the stock price continues to, to remain relatively high, even though it doesn't make any money. I mean, they have a lot of funding and they're going to go after a lot. I mean, yep. they really are trying to control end to end. These guys mastered the front end consumer, like yep. the Zestimate and the right. search. Now they're just picking off more pieces of the transaction, which is scary and exciting if you work it correctly, which I know we're going to get into. Let's talk about that tomorrow. Awesome. It's a perfect transition. Great transition. Thanks to our sponsors, VIP Mortgage and Alliance Property Inspections. Guys, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow more with Brian Gubernick, the man. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> <laughs> the magic man. Not the one like that. Yeah.